0: It was the exact kind of abode that I had been looking after for weeks, for I was in that condition of mind when absolute renunciation of society was a necessity. I had become diffident of myself and wearied of my kind. A strange unrest was in my blood, a barren dearth in my brains. Familiar objects and faces had grown distasteful to me. I wanted to be alone. This is the mood which comes upon every sensitive and artistic mind when the possessor has been overworked or living too long in one groove. It is nature's hint for him to seek pastures new. The sign that a retreat has become needful. If he does not yield, he breaks down and becomes whimsical and hypochondriacal as well as hypercritical. It is always a bad sign when a man becomes overcritical and censorious about his own or other people's work, for it means that he is losing the vital portions of work, freshness, and enthusiasm. Before I arrived at the dismal stage of criticism, I hastily packed up my knapsack, and taking the train to Westmoreland, I began my tramp in search of solitude, bracing air, and romantic surroundings. Many places I came upon during that early summer wandering that appeared to have almost the required conditions, yet some petty drawback prevented me from deciding. "'Sometimes it was the scenery that I did not take kindly to. "'At other places I took sudden antipathies to the landlady or landlord "'and felt I would abhor them before a week was spent under their charge. "'Other places which might have suited me I could not have, "'as they did not want a lodger. "'Fate was driving me to this cottage on the moor, "'and no one can resist destiny. "'One day I found myself on a wide and pathless moor near the sea.' I had slept the night before at a small hamlet, but that was already eight miles in my rear, and since I had turned my back upon it I had not seen any signs of humanity. I was alone with a fair sky above me, a balmy, ozone-filled wind blowing over the stony and heather-clad mounds, and nothing to disturb my meditations. How far the moor stretched I had no knowledge. I only knew that by keeping in a straight line I would come to the ocean cliffs, "'then perhaps after a time arrive at some fishing village. "'I had provisions in my knapsack, "'and being young did not fear a night under the stars. "'I was inhaling the delicious summer air "'and once more getting back the vigor and happiness I had lost. "'My city-dried brains were again becoming juicy. "'Thus hour after hour slid past me, with the paces, "'until I had covered about fifteen miles since morning.' "'when I saw before me in the distance a solitary stone-built cottage with roughly slated roof. "'I'll camp there if possible,' I said to myself as I quickened my steps towards it. "'To one in search of a quiet, free life, nothing could have possibly been more suitable than this cottage. "'It stood on the edge of lofty cliffs, with its front door facing the moor and the backyard wall overlooking the ocean.' The sound of the dancing waves struck upon my ears like a lullaby as I drew near. How they would thunder when the autumn gales came on and the seabirds fled, shrieking to the shelter of the sedges. A small garden spread in front, surrounded by a dry stone wall, just high enough for one to lean lazily upon when inclined. This garden was a flame of color, scarlet, predominating, with those other soft shades that cultivated poppies take on in their blooming, for this was all that the garden grew. As I approached, taking notice of this singular assortment of poppies, and the orderly cleanness of the windows, the front door opened and a woman appeared who impressed me at once favorably, as she leisurely came along the pathway to the gate and drew it back as if to welcome me. She was of middle age, and when young, must have been remarkably good-looking. She was tall and still shapely, with smooth, clear skin, regular features, and a calm expression that at once gave me a sensation of rest. To my inquiries, she said that she could give me both a sitting and bedroom, and invited me inside to see them. As I looked at her smooth black hair and cool brown eyes, I felt that I would not be too particular about the accommodation.